0: Retailer keeping you safe on the roads. Tirepower.com.au. Mourn Team Hyundai at Port Adelaide. All your family needs in a vehicle built for tomorrow that's here today.
1: Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go!
0: 27 to 8 on SENSA Breakfast. Our text line today, 0427 154 166. Mark, we are celebrating 100 shows today. Text from Josh from Aldinga Beach. Congrats on 100 shows, lads. Have genuinely enjoyed hearing the show develop into what it is over that time. So I don't know what it is now. I mean, we're (laughs) we're battlers and we're just, we're trying our best. Shout out to Josh as well. Josh, apparently, um, I followed Josh's socials. He went for a run and put his back out or hurt his shoulder or something. So he's he's incapacitated at the moment.
1: Gee whiz, you know everything about everything, don't you? You know, the medical conditions of our listeners?
0: I stalk our listeners, so <laughs> if you ever plan to send in a rude or abusive one, trust me, I know okay. where you live. Be really careful. Um, this person's probably really grateful that I don't know where they live because I'm in love with them, and their name is Sunday Detch from the Adelaide 36s um, Disappointing result against the Perth Wildcats over the weekend, but I tell you what, to um, to lose to Perth in Perth is a, a common theme for a lot of NBL sides, so hoping to make amends against the Jack Jumpers on Saturday night. Remembrance round as well, and uh, we will have some celebrations and, of course, reflection. Um, at the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. Good morning to you, Sunday, and I'm sure you're looking forward to hopefully getting back on the winners' list.
2: Morning, Walshie. Morning, Mark. Yeah, mate, I think that's um, that's it. You know, I think we're, we're at home. We want to protect uh, the AEC and, and get a win against the Jack Trumpers.
0: Hey, what do you take away from the Perth game we saw last night? Now they've won two in a row. They are capable of doing that. Their Their squad, once they find their rhythm, will be very hard to beat, and it's just from my perspective, disappointing that Bryce Cotton decided to play his best game of the season against us?
2: Yeah, look, it was time, right? I think for him to, to kind of quick into gear and, and you know, it was disappointing that it was against us. But on our end, um, we left our run a little too late again. And, you know, we, we got down about 20 points there and called back into to, to getting the lead. And then it just went down to the stretch. And as you know, it's always tough to play in Perth, but it's, it's one that we're going to we're kicking ourselves because we would let slip away.
1: Mm. Sunday, there, there was uh, discussion around uh, gastro, and then a number of players weren't at, at their at their absolute best. Was that a real thing, or is that something that's been overblown?
2: No, it's it's something that's been going through the camp the past couple of weeks. Um, a few boys have been sick, uh, but you know, as you guys know, right? There's there's sicknesses, there's little niggles, little injuries throughout the season that you kind of have to battle through. So. Yeah, credit to them. Um, we've, we've had a few guys go down this past week especially so hopefully we're, we're on the other side of the hill now with that and, and we should be 100% fighting fit for on Saturday.
0: Sunday, I was trying to explain to Bix before about the rotations that CJ's got at the moment and that means that um, Trenton Flowers isn't getting as much court time as he did earlier in the season. Are you able to give us a little bit of insight into that because the the chat that we had was there would be frustration from his side of things because he wants to play, get in front of the scouts and hopefully get drafted. But then CJ also needs to make the decisions for what fits best for the team in regarding rotations.
2: Yeah, for sure. Look, I I definitely don't envy CJ and and coaching. Um, It is a tough gig and it's one where you kind of have to play off field, right? And then go off who's playing well at the moment, um, which lineups go well against each other. But it's also matchups on the other end, so um, you, you can be playing great offensively and rolling, but it could be a bad matchup for you, um, say having to guard Bryce or Chris Golding or guys of that nature. So, yeah, Trenton is um, Trenton is finding his way. You know, he's doing well at practice. He's is putting his best foot forward. So, hopefully, this weekend he does get a bit more court time, but. At the end of the day, you know, it's it's about matchups. It's about winning games, and and right now, it's um, everyone's battling to, to to get into that I starting like- group and that main main eight.
0: I thought he uh, changed his hairstyle and put the cornrows in so uh, he CJ thought he was a different player so we could put him on the court <laughs> as well so we changed it up a little bit but I can't do anything like that with my hair. Um, what we have loved watching about the NBL this season is how unpredictable it is so any team on their day can win games and I'm sure having a look at the jack jumpers moving into Saturday they've had some really good results and Milton Doyle is one of the best players in the competition that has to be stopped.
2: Yeah, look, I think Milton's proven it for the last couple of years. Um, he's a firehouse and, and can get going at any given time. So for us, it's just about sticking to the process and, and making sure that we manage it as a team, right? At the end of the day, um, he, he could score a lot, but if we keep others at bay, we're good. But our goal is to keep him quiet at home, especially at the entertainment centre Once once we get rocking it's um you know they're the sixth man on the court out there for us
1: yeah that that was going to be my next point there sunday in terms of we saw that against the wildcats in the second quarter you had a lead and then they came back at you and the crowd really got involved it seemed to lift them you get that opportunity to do that this week where your sixth man can can really get you guys up and about so that energy and effort that you draw from the crowd it's really important
2: oh mate it's contagious right and I think anyone who's ever watched or played sport just knows how impactful it is. So for us to have a crowd like, you know, the 36ers fan at the AC is phenomenal and they, they've been great all year. And, you know, I've no doubt they'll be great again Saturday night.
0: Hey, how are you going personally, Sunday? We talked about those rotations before. You would love to be getting more minutes as every player would, but I'm sure that you can probably see that when the team starts gelling and clicking, you, you need to have that team first mentality.
2: No, 100%, mate. I think... At the end of the day, you know, we, we've strung a couple together before the last one and we kind of found a bit of cohesion there and we need to find it again this week. So it, it's it's not far gone. It's right there. Um, and, you know, for us, it's just about doing the little things day in and day out. And we, we let slip in Perth. Um, so hopefully it's just one game and we can you know, get our wheels turning again today at practice in the next couple of days and, and bring it on Saturday.
1: Now, Sunday, you've got practice today, you just mentioned. Do you take a little break to watch the Melbourne Cup? Are you a betting man? What, what's your flavour today on Melbourne Cup Day?
2: Uh, look, I think our, our practices are early, so we, we get it over and done with. Um, uh, not a betting man myself, mate, but definitely we'll watch watch the race. It's It's an Australian thing, and I think it's definitely the race that stops the nation, and all the boys will be tuned in.
0: I also just finally saw some footage on your social media last week of the team trying to kick what looks like a football, the round ball game, and <laughs> y- your skills are electric Sunday, but I, I, it's safe to say that the Adelaide United players can rest comfortably knowing their positions are guaranteed, because it's some of the worst kicking I've ever seen by size 15 feet.
2: <laughs> yeah, look, I, I don't think um, a lot of us have a calling in the soccer, um, but we did give it a crack and it was one of those days where we we do change it up every now and then from the coaching staff, which is good. Um, as things do get a bit monotonous. So we, we kicked the soccer ball around a few of the boys were kicking out left and right and everywhere, but some guys had had a bit of skill out there. So it was good to see.
0: uh, just finally, the indigenous Guernseys the boys wore on the weekend. I'm not sure if they're wearing them again this weekend, but that's a really special thing throughout the NBL to, to pay respects to our first nations people. Um, and I really love the involvement that the NBL has back into its multicultural community. We saw Melbourne United wearing a multicultural jersey as well. So for someone like yourself, Sunday, I'm sure to, to have the inclusivity, what basketball can do to bring people together. And we saw that throughout the World Cup. It must mean a lot to you.
2: Yeah, look, it's, it's definitely phenomenal. Um, I'm glad the NBL is back to 100% because, you know, playing Indigenous round is special for all of us and, and for everyone throughout the NBL. And it's something I wish continues for the rest Of the way for the NBL and you know it's 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 a proud thing for us as well to have locals here um design our jerseys and and come to our training sessions talk a bit about the design and and yeah it's an emotional experience and one that I really thoroughly have enjoyed for the last couple of years and and hopefully it keeps going for a very long time
1: well Sunday we enjoy talking to you good luck uh, in the big game this weekend uh, against the jack jumpers and yeah let's hope you can get back into winning form
2: Thanks, fellas. Appreciate you guys. And, and Walsh, you, mate, you've you got to stop stalking your listeners. All right? It's not a good
1: thing. <laughs>
2: yeah, good call.
0: Damn it. Oh, damn it. Thank you, Sunday. Appreciate your time. I mean, he's, he busted me right there. I'm a mm. big stalker. Love Sunday, Deitch, and everything that he brings to the team. I think you're almost at a level, Bix, where you can start calling him Church now when you speak to him. Is that his nickname, is yeah, it? Yeah, Church.
1: Mm, I can understand why. Um, I love the fact you mentioned around them kicking the footy around, the yeah. soccer ball yeah. around. Every sporting club, has something where they, you know, like, for example, the footy players, they love getting a basketball ring and trying to mm. play basketball because they think they're pretty good at that. Often the the cricket bat comes out yeah, when it's in the, the pre-season training. So you get the basketballers. They don't shoot around. They play a bit of soccer. What do the soccer players do? What are the fo- the world game footballers, do they shoot a basketball? Well, they, or do they no, a but footy? the, the game
0: they that they play is they'll play like foot tennis. So mm. they'll get a little net up. Okay. So it's basically, they still use a football. And then when the they cricketers,
1: of course, they kick a footy around. They
0: always do. Yeah. Um, we had a text coming in on zero four two seven one five four one double six. I love this one. This is congratulations on your 100th show digger. That's my old nickname from Tasmania. Cheers from Tassie Tiger. So that's someone who sent that in by the name of Patrick Baldwin, who when I went to Hobart last week, these are family friends. You remember I said I went to my family friend's house yeah. that I hadn't seen in about 25 years and everything was so nostalgic. There was a photo of their son, Simon, who was mm-hmm. my... Idol growing up with Steve Carfino and the Hobart Devils. Um, coincidentally, they're in Adelaide. Patrick's in Adelaide playing golf on a golf trip oh, wow. this week, listening to SENSA. So, so let's go back a bit. What, what Your nickname was Digger. I can't even remember why my nickname was Digger, but that's what they call me.
1: Digger. Oh, good on you, Digger.
0: It was interesting because I said, you know, I try to play it low key. When I said oh, I do breakfast radio with, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of him. I say he used to play for the Crows, and that really down. It probably sounds disrespectful to you because you didn't just used to play no, for the Crows. The you're like you're the yeah, but you're the the premiership captain, mm. two time day, and you won a premiership playing night time too. But you weren't the captain then, were you?
1: No, no, just a just a run of the mill player.
0: Oh. Come on, mate. you still got your stats <laughs> up on this. screen. <laughs> no. You go through every ad break. All right. Because for those of you listening, we've had 100 shows now, which means we've gone through Bix's first 100 games every day off the air. Oh, we analyze all of his games.
1: Don't, don't say that because people actually believe some of the stuff you say. They can
0: see in Studio no, Lumo no. here today. Come on, digger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're doing On the Mark next.